Hey, you're listening to Artists and Alley, the podcast that gives you an all-access pass to your new favorite artists and so much more. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow on social media at Artists and Alley. Here's your host, Allie Crump. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Artists and Alley. My name is, you guessed it, Ali, And on today, we are talking with the very, very funny sporting. Um, I'm going to be honest. This is one of the most hilarious interviews I, I ever did. There were some technical difficulties, I think, that, w- that were cut out. But I was rolling laughing for the entire hour we were chatting. These guys are really funny, really down to earth. Um, and they put out good freaking music. Their most recent single, Ordinary Love, is so good. Um, it's very much for fans of Grayscale, um, pop punk, alt pop. Um, it's a good mix of the two. So definitely check that out. Um, and if you haven't, uh, well, we'll get into the links later. Um, but it, it was a very big week. Um, Spotify released our wrapped for the year. If you are a Spotify person, I will be a little offended if you're not. I do love Spotify and I would die for Spotify. Um, but um, I'm going to go through uh, my top five artists, top five songs, and then do my last five like songs just to kind of chat about the year. Um, so my top five songs were After Rain by Dermot Kennedy. And if you remember, I do have an After Rain tattoo, so that does check out. Um, Number two is Driver's License. I 100% didn't think about how much I listened to that song until I saw it. I was like, God damn it. Um, Number three is Know It All by the band Camino. Um, I did guess this one. Well, I guess After Rain too, but I figured this would be on there because I love that song so much and seeing them this year, it was just very exciting. Um, Number four is Kilby Girl. I'm 99% sure they were on my last five or top five live top five last year um and I guess that just goes to show how much I love that song and number five was outnumbered by Dermot Kennedy big Dermot Kennedy year clearly um and then my five oh goodness I lost it hold please ah oh no I'm doing the thing hold on hold on god damn it I guess I should have just pulled up the picture that probably would have worked better no where are we oh there it is um my five artists were oh goodness now it's not showing it let me find the picture hold on this is so painful um okay my five artists were taylor swift obviously dermot kennedy the lumineers the band camino in valley and i currently i listen to um 181,267 minutes of music this year a little scary um i will award the first person who tells me there is is more than that five dollars so shoot me a dm um i have not seen one well i saw a couple tiktoks but people i know at least that have more than that that don't um run stores and play spotify so i'm really curious if you have more than that so let me know shoot me a dm um so i also am curious of what your artists were so if you have any funny stories to go along with your top fives shoot me a dm i'd love to hear it maybe we'll talk about it next week um and then we'll go right into my last five like songs on spotify um number one is stupid big teeth by emmy um i love emmy on tiktok um emmy hartman if you know who i'm talking about She's sweet girl, sweet, really funny content. Um, and I just was really excited to hear she put out music and it's very good. Um, you know, I was kind of worried it was gonna be very Charlie or Dixie D'Amelio, but it wasn't. Um, and then let's see, what do we got next? Not Over You by Joan. Um, you guys know I love Joan. Of course, they're gonna be here. Um, number three is the live version of Oh Shit, Are We In Love at by Valley at Live at Capitol Studios. They put out an EP that was recorded at the top of Capitol Records and very cool for them. Very excited for them. They are our Artist Alley alumni. Shout out Valley. Um, and number four is Rollerblades by Blake Rose. Um, this came up on a random playlist so I decided to like it and I really like it a lot. Um, number five is Drama Queen by Milk. Very good song. Similar to Rollerblades. It probably was on the same playlist and I really like it. So those are my last five like songs on Spotify. Also very exciting thing happened this week. I went to go see churches and it was an absolute insane show. Um, the theatrics, the lighting, the screens, the everything. It was fabulous. If you want to check out our 
review of that. It is on our website, artistandalley.com slash blog. You'll find that there. Um, It was an incredible show. So definitely go ahead and check that out. And with that, we are going to get into it. So if you like what you hear from us, be sure to follow us on all social media sites at Artist and Alley, artistandalley.com. Um, and hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. I'm getting a little better at Twitter. I, I told you I'm bad at it, but I'm getting a little better. Um, and then if you like sporting, which I have a feeling you guys will, it's sporting at Sporting Band. Um, you can check out their latest track, Ordinary Love, wherever you stream your music. And they have a really fun music video which you will hear about shout out to ben anthony and jake it was such a fun interview um so yeah let's get right into it thanks guys joining us today are new england pop rock band sporting with their most recent release ordinary love this track is not one to miss their dreamy guitar riffs and sick choruses are sure to be added to your next playlist please welcome sporting Ben, your Every... camera quality looks amazing. Thanks, buddy. Hold on, I had better lighting before. It's not the lighting, it's so pixel. POV, you're my son, and I'm about to give you a mean lecture. Um, this is incredible. Already, I feel like I'm part of the band. Um, so Whoa. when if you go, guys need a triangle player, um, I think I can handle that one. <laughs> That's kind of taken from like a handful of people, but God damn. you can definitely do tambourine. We could have like a triangle choir, like a bunch. I of could people. do the tambourine. I could do Hell the tambourine. Yeah. I'm a mean tambourine. Um, <laughs> but just to get us started, what was the first thing you guys listened to today? Hmm. Uh... It was actually, um, it's funny because I just listened to the first thing I listened to today on my way to Walmart, uh, and it was, I can't even remember the name of the song, but, uh, Kanye released the deluxe version of Donda, and I just wanted to hear the song with Andre 3000, because he's the greatest rapper of all time, and that I was I didn't know that that existed, to. bro. Yeah, me either. I didn't That's either. Nice That's yeah. Sucks. It was, it was a kind of flew under the radar. Drake dropped it. It was unreleased. Drake dropped it, and then it kind of backfired because everyone was like, this is Drake's best song, and it wasn't even his song. And then uh, Kanye <laughs> put out the deluxe version of the album that now has the official release on Spotify. So oh. it is there. Interesting. Damn. Is yeah. it fire? Andre has an amazing verse, as per usual, so definitely recommend. I, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to it for that reason. I listened to Donda because I was like, I feel like I have to. And I was like, you know, it's not bad. And now, now I will. Again. I like Jail. That's, that's that was a good sign. That like was jail. not bad, yeah. <laughs> and Jail, too. Yeah, I think I started off today either, I don't remember. It was either the new uh, album by Save Face or like, um, what's it called? The, the actors from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia started a podcast, like, last week, and I've been listening to that a lot. Oh, did they? That's sick. Yeah, so it's probably either one of those things. Anthony, did you know that Charlie from them from that show is from it's Rhode Luigi. Island? Oh, I thought you were going to say he's going to be, he's playing Luigi in the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, <No>. I just, <laughs> I just found out he was from Rhode Island. He was Luigi. He is Luigi. That's important. Uh, it's important. It's a very important thing. <laughs> um... But so the first thing, honestly, the only song I listened to today was "My House" by Flo Rida. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even joking. It's I, I mean, if you, if you said that, I'd be like, okay. I mean, yeah. I get it. <laughs> My mom got approved to buy a house today. Well, she got like this. Her offer got accepted, so I've just been banging that <laughs> song, being like, "Welcome to my house." <laughs> That's incredible. I'm not even lying. That's, That's awesome. I'm speechless after that one, honestly. <laughs> Wait. Big yeah. fan of Flo Rida. Really? <laughs> you came with receipts, oh and I appreciate that. <laughs> it's a receipt, of course. Um, so get us kind of going. What was the romantic tale that is sporting? How did you guys come together? What does that look like? The romantic tale is... um. It's honestly, it's not boring, but it's like, so I um, Ben and I played in a band together for like, like 
six, seven years, and um, we've like known each other forever. Um, but so that band like broke. Like I got that was like all throughout high school for me. Um, so I, like I started this band originally just trying to like write my like write songs without like kind of like having like an influence of direction I guess so like I just like kind of wrote a handful of songs that I like knew didn't work for our old band and then I kind of just like started like I go went to the studio and got them recorded and over time like like we, I met our drummer first and we started like really like working on songs together and then we were like all right like, let's try and play some shows and then we, we had a different bassist for a while and then um we tried out this other kid on guitar for a show and um he was he's a great guy like he's a good friend of mine but like just didn't feel right um so then i like kind of just like guilted it and it was eventually just like all right ben you win and like i ended up having him play guitar with me again because i just can't find it better <laughs> when i got that text i was like ha, 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 ha. he said he's actually like behind the scenes the whole time been planning it like joe from you it he's just like, like behind the scenes he's always been the one because <laughs> i asked him i was like dude i hate to be like annoying but like is there any chance you'd be interested in playing guitar for us and he's like I can't remember what the meme said. Ben. I sent what you the like? picture of Thanos. That was um, he's <laughs> like you couldn't live with your Everywhere. own failures, and that's <laughs> where did that bring you back to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's I just incredible. Had that talk, dude. I was waiting. I love hell yeah. <laughs> but Ben was already like kind of in the band. Like he would come and hang out when I'd record vocals for the songs because he was just a, like we've been best friends. So, like, it was just an easy fit. Like, he was already there for, like, the writing process for some of the songs. Like, you know, it was just easy. And then um, we started cranking through a couple shows, and then lockdown happened. So then, like, after all that, like, our bassist left, and then Anthony joined through quarantine. And um, we've just, like, been, like, writing songs and, like, just becoming more of a band than, like, just, you know, a solo project of, like... Like, the first couple songs were, like, me, but then after that, it's, like, been a unit, you know? So it's cool. Like, oh, it's, yeah. we have, like, a, a general direction now of, like, where we want to go with it, you know? Heck, yeah. And how did each of you kind of get started in music? What was that like? What was your, like, Catalyst album? Mm. Oh, that's tough. That's real that's, tough. Honestly, I hate to say it, but, like, I guess I'll have to say, like, the first album, like, mainstream-wise, that, like, really, like, got me to, like, want to be in, like, a band is like probably like a 21st century breakdown by green day oh yeah most underrated green day album I, I, I saw them on that tour like that was the first time i saw them and i feel like i know so many people from bands that i've played with and everything like we've all were at like the same age or whatever and we were all at that concert and it all made us want to become like like it made us all want to be in bands it's crazy but like that album itself was just like such a crazy like I don't even know. I don't really like it anymore, though. Oh, well, I uh, don't really have a specific album that got me into, like, playing music. For me, it was honestly, like, playing Guitar Hero 3, like, straight up. Like, I just did that. I didn't really like old rock music until I played that game, because, like, I was in sixth grade, and, like, everyone got that game for Christmas that year. Like, literally every single person, if you didn't get it, you were missing out. And I remember just, like, playing it and, like, watching it, because you start out on, like, a backyard stage. It's, like, the biggest house party show in the world, of course. But um, you get, like, on better and better stages. I remember, like, seeing those cutscenes and stuff and being like, you know, that'd be, like, a pretty cool thing to, like, do in real life. And then um, my dad plays guitar and has, like, a bunch of equipment. So, like, literally one day after getting on off that game, I, like, went upstairs and was just like, hey, can you teach me? guitar and he basically showed me the basics so it wasn't really an album specifically that got me into guitar it was literally like a video game so <laughs> literally i kind of had the <laughs> i kind of had the total opposite of that where uh, my dad also um plays guitar and he had always been trying to teach me for forever where like he really wanted me to get into it but i wasn't into music so i was like no I, i'm good i don't need this and then i like got into music on my own and then started learning guitar on my own. My dad didn't even teach me. I went and got lessons because, like, I don't know, I just wanted to do it all on my own, sort of. Hell yeah. But Can I, I actually... Just, like, you know, bands, probably, you know, like, Fall Out Boy and all the, you know, early 2000s stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel bad now because my answer was more so of, like, why I wanted to play in bands. But, like, the reason I wanted to, like, play music, like, it's not an album, but it's the Blues Brothers. 
I got the poster right here. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hell yeah. That's a good one. I always talk about how I um, listened to From Under a Cork Tree. I stole it from my older brother's room. And I was in, like, third grade, I think, at that point. And it was really fucking weird for a young third uh, third grade-year-old girl to be walking around and be like, Yeah, Fallout Boy! But I was. (laughs) But I was. (laughs) What was... Okay, so you guys are all from different parts of the Northeast. Where are you from? And then also, what was the music scene like in high school and, like, growing up? Me and Jake are from Hicktown, Rhode Island, basically. Yeah, Um, But now I live in um, Charlestown, uh, which is like just southern Rhode Island, essentially. Yeah, I also, so I grew up with Ben in the same area, like five minutes from him, but I moved like further north since then. So like I live, I'm actually, I'm moving again further north in like two months. I'm going to be like right next to like Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. Hey, that's where I live. I'll be near Anthony. Yeah. Now, but our drummer Robin, he actually lives in Massachusetts. Okay. Um, but it, within each other, we're all probably like an hour and a half. Um, it's yeah, not it's bad. Not. We usually try to like meet in the middle or something. But, yeah, um, pretty easy. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a. It's cool. It's I'm definitely it's a different type of a situation because I'm used to being in bands with people who all like just live around each other, you know. But it was like this was kind of more built around like our abilities. So I like you know like we're all like just like meeting each other online and stuff like just finding out actual good fits, you know. It's all about sacrifices. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and as far as like a music scene, uh, we pretty much all. I mean, I assume this would be the same for Anthony, but we pretty much just all gravitate to the Providence scene. Yeah. Um, which is super solid. Like, definitely something that I'm grateful for um, because, you know, sometimes you can get caught up and be like, oh, you know, I don't have so many people at my shows, blah, blah, blah. But, like, some plenty of places don't even have a music scene. And we have one where, you know, we're in the smallest state in the U.S. Like, it's pretty easy to, um, you know, get people out, you know, to gigs that are less than an hour away some people some Rhode Islanders still don't like driving just an hour but you know still easier than it probably would be elsewhere so I'm definitely grateful for the scene and everybody in it yeah plus also we've got the um we have a connection where we can play on the beach a lot which is always very fun because you know Rhode Island we're right next to the water which is very nice oh yeah which is funny because the beach we play at though isn't even in Rhode Island. It's like in Mass. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, Dude, I don't know geography. I don't even know where I am. It's like Cape Cod. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh. oh, Cape Cod's in Mass. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna add to what Ben said about the Providence scene. It really, it's like a healthy music scene that like, like I feel like almost like if you like experience other scenes, you kind of realize you take it for granted because it's the type of area where people just go to shows to go to shows. You know, it's like people don't go just to see your band like they'll go just to see local bands like yeah i feel like a lot of areas don't have that as well like as we do i guess but i also is think pop York rock kind of like the big uh music up there or is it kind of like split between a few different genres kind of like midwest emo type stuff yeah emo Love seems to see to be kind of like more popular also um like just Indie pop type, punk. you know I feel like a lot of the bands that were kind of pop punk when we, um, like when me and Jake were in our old band, like years ago, like have become more like alternative or Midwest emo. Yeah, I feel like, you know, from me outside looking in, it seems like it kind of many years ago was more like easy core pop punk. And now it's more like the emo indie type thing. Right. You know, kind of transitioned little phases. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you guys kind of, like, fall into that because of what you listened to, or was that just kind of, like, the thing to do in Rhode Island and all of the other places on the weekends, or was it just kind Um, of what you followed? That was more of just kind of, like, a... Like, because I I started, like, trying to, like, approach, like, the pop direction, like, a few years ago. Like, just kind of because I was sick of writing emo songs. Like, that was more or less... sad anymore. Like, that's really... Like, I just, like, I hated, like, the, like, almost, like, repetitiveness of, like, the structure of, like, okay, you're going to have a cool intro and then, you know, uh, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then big bridge where there's a bunch of screaming parts and then, you know, like, it's just, like... Crowd chants, all of it. Yeah, all that shit. (laughs) I don't know. I just like um, I, I wanted to just make like I like simple music, you know, and like I feel like it's like with like this like emo stuff, like the heavier stuff is a lot more progressive, 
you know um i wasn't really like i guess we weren't really doing it because it was like the thing to do like i was also just at the time like listening to way more like 1975 and like you know i feel like in high school and shit i i like over time like grew out of um oh ali's gone oh am what? i no you're still here yeah you're oh, still okay. here it's Jake, I think it's just because your camera's disabled for slow internet. Oh, it just said her camera's been disabled. Oh. Uh, I mean... Oh, so. well, it says I can still recording. see you. It says it's still I can recording. see everyone. I think as we're good. As long as you can hear me, we're good. Hell yeah. Sorry to stop. <laughs> but yeah. No, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... I think, like, overall, it was just, like, the whole, like, pop-punk, like, heavier music stuff, it was, like, that's the reason our, whole, our old band ended, it was just, like, just kind of, like, grew out of it, I guess. And looking at sporting, um, what it, would you describe, what would you guys each describe it as? Like, uh, let's say, like, just a short elevator pitch of what you sound like. What do you think, Anthony? Oh, I was I was gonna take your guys' time to think about it, but I guess I'll just go <laughs> on the line. Go. Uh, oh, this is hard. This is really. Hard. I feel like one thing that we've talked about is our music is very accessible. Or like we did our first um, tour, like real tour, like a couple of months ago, my first tour ever, and um, like none of the shows were duds because I think we kind of have an accessible sound to people who even don't really like where it's like with the emo stuff it's a very it's kind of a niche but with our kind of poppier sound people really gravitate towards that and we have a lot of covers that we play as well which always helps but the thing is people gravitate towards that kind of pop feel good sound which lets us play not only just like venues and stuff but like anywhere like we can play you know any venue and sound right. fine you know, like on that tour, we did a brewery, and that was great. It's like when you play places like that, you just throw in a few extra covers or something, and they love you. You know, it's like yeah. when you're like screaming and stuff, and they melt in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> they hear Wonderwall, and they're like, "Fuck, you got me." <laughs> well, I'm sold. We'll see. We do live forever, so like it's close enough, but like you know, definitely maybe over Morning Glory. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I feel like uh, the band is like, this is going to sound like a pretentious answer. I feel like the band is kind of like a vehicle for us to be as like creative as we possibly can because we don't restrict this kind of music to just guitar, drums, bass, vocals. Um, you know, well, since we're we have a more pop sound, we can really just like pretty it up with all these sorts of sounds we want. Like if we want, um, cause we all like are pretty good with like home studio setups right. and stuff like that. So we, you know, we'll have synths in our songs. You might have keyboards in our songs. You might, you know, down the line at some point have like horns or strings in our songs because you can do so much like in a studio setting. So I think, uh, this band is a great way for us to like, you know, bridge those gaps that we weren't able to, at least me and Jake weren't able to in our previous band that we were in together. Mm. Yeah, yeah, basically what Ben said, you know, I... <laughs> wow, what did she say? <laughs> I just love, like, having, like, no, like, boundaries, you know? Like, the fact that we're not like, oh, how are we going to do that live? It's, like, it's never really in question anymore because, like, things that we can't do ourselves will, like, incorporate through backtracks. Like, we'll figure it out. It's, like, we just, like, we don't worry about live stuff anymore as much as we just try to make sure we write, like, songs the way they're supposed to sound. You know, it's, like, we don't really hold back the way that we... Like, I just, like, I feel like the whole thought of, like, backtracks, like, three years ago to me would, like, just, like, didn't even, like, I just was, like, intimidated. We know? would not have been able to do them in the old band. It just, we were not tight enough. We yeah. would have fallen apart. <laughs> <laughs> but those kind of things just, like, make us feel like we can really, like, just, like, do anything we want creatively. And, it, like, I feel like it shows in our music, you know? Um, Ordinary Love was a banger, must I must you. say. Um, I got like big like grayscale energy from it, um, and I. That's so weird. That's the first thing I thought when I heard it. Really? The first thing I had thought. Yeah, that's really like, weird. Like not new, like current grayscale, like the album prior. Like I think it's called yeah. Elevita or something. Like yep. big. I I it was really good, and I you know. I get sent a lot of music from a lot of different people, and some is better than others. But I, like one, like I automatically saved it. I was like on my Spotify on here. Oh, yeah. 
I'm like I'm I'm a really big fan. I'm ex- excited to hear more. And there's like also a maturity to the sound, which I didn't expect if I'm honest. And like it sounds like 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 you guys have been a band for like 20 years and you're just banging them out album after album. Like it was very good. Like in all seriousness. <laughs> That means everything. Like, thank you. So, yeah, yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for that. Yeah, absolutely. Can right. you guys kind of talk about where the concept of the song came from, the visuals, the whole package? Hell yeah. So, like, the concept is boring, but it's just like, I'm going to explain it. A it's ordinary. It's not boring. <laughs> um, there you go. It, it's basically like loving some being like in love with someone who loves you back but like isn't like in love with you like they love you they care about you but they're not like they don't love you like that you know what i mean like that's the best way to explain because that's the like they love you ordinarily whereas like you're like you have like this like crazy infatuation you know um but like this like the whole experience recording the song like shooting the video and stuff so that was the first song i ever like wrote like for this band like three years ago like that was the first song i recorded for sporting um ben and i like like we almost was like a song for our old band and we just like couldn't really make it work so like because it didn't it was way too poppy for like our old shit and then so i like like we just kind of sat on this song and released a couple other ones in the meantime because like we always felt like this song needed a music video like it has like such visual like feeling you know so all we could think is just something colorful, you know. But our friend Connor just uh, had the concept of all the backdrops and all that for the video. And um, we just spent, like, I think six hours filming, like, a really quick, easy day. Just set it all up in my basement. And uh, we just, like, the concept was, there was no concept. It was just, like, we just wanted to smash stuff and, like, just, like, involve that with the energy of the song. Because, like... It's too energetic of a song to just, like, have a bunch of storyline stuff, you know? It just feels more like a punchy, like, just kind of introduce ourselves and what we do in the band, because it's our first visual as a band. Um, But the picture, like, the album, the single artwork is just, um, that's, like, just one of our favorite photos from the video shoot that we took, um, that also Connor took, I mean, but... Yeah, that was like the whole like experience of it from my end, I guess. I don't know about the rest of them, but they were like, we hated I, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I mean, I'm gonna look at the song a lot differently now that I really know what it's about. But um, that was very that was very sweet. It's very nice. Um. um yeah. Nah, the video was so much fun to shoot. Like, I don't know. I I never thought that simply smashing objects on the ground could fill you with such adrenaline but it definitely does um i love that the but uh my only other comment because this has come up in like every other situation we've talked about the video the colors were not wiggles inspired it was was not an intentional thing (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised that you didn't lead off with that because almost every (laughs) every person we've talked to has been like so wiggles right or like we played we played yes but we did not intend for that (laughs) we played a halloween show and we were like oh like the other guys were like oh let's let's lean into the wiggles thing but i was like we can't because i have i'm in another band as well and literally last year we played the same halloween show as the wiggles and i was like fuck i wish you could do that now (laughs) soiled it could have been i don't want to be known as the wiggles guy that's all i that's i don't want that (laughs) everyone just thinks of you as the guy every halloween like okay i have this great idea we're all gonna dress up exactly (laughs) exactly i'm more of a big time rush guy myself so i can't really you know understood <laughs> but yeah i can only really speak on the video because i um the song was written and done before i even joined but the video was very fun because i don't remember how the timeline was but i think that was the first music video shoot i was actually on and that was very it was a very fun first music video shoot because it was literally just stand pretend to play instrument and then destroy glass hell yeah <laughs> so it was Not like a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time also like we so me and ben recorded like did like a a few music videos in the past and like the last one we like really like invested ourselves in we were like extremely disappointed so we just had like a sour taste in music videos for a long time and like i feel like this experience was exactly what we needed because it was just so relaxed and like just kind of like do whatever the fuck you want and it just like came out awesome and you could like feel it in the video like how much fun we had you know so it just, it was like, it's like I, that video itself holds like a special place. Cause it's like, it was like 
low budget and like just simple and just like so much fun. Like I that that was before we played any shows like before COVID. I mean like um like post COVID and everything. Um but so like that was like the closest we felt to like performing at the time. It just like helped us really get back into like gear bef- like right before we started doing shit. And the like the visuals, the like the whole package, the the look, the album art, the whole thing, incredible. Chef's kiss. Chef's yeah. kiss. Um so shout out yeah, to Yeah, we gotta give a shout out pal. to um we gotta give a shout out to Connor Lenny for that because oh he obviously was like such a huge part in it. And he he worked he worked hard to give us the finished product. I mean, when when we were finishing up, he was like, "Yeah, probably get like the first edits back in like a couple weeks or so." And literally within like a couple days, he was like so stoked on it. He like sent us the first edit like right away, like literally the next day. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. And he and he helped us out with like all like the um the photo shoots and all the artwork, like pretty much all the visuals associated with it. Like he's definitely like the main guy that was a part of that. So huge oh, shout out to cool. him. And um, so he had like a couple people working with him when he filmed it. I just don't want to like yes their names, but his brother Shane, also uh, same last name. Uh, they're both Lenahans. And then Dimitri Christo, he's the singer for Rocket Ship, but he's also just a great um, like graphic designer, camera guy. Um, he was. They were both just huge helps with Connor that day. They like basically all produced it together. But it was yeah. sick. The whole package. I can't get over it. it was, when I got it in my email, I was like, "What? This all looks so good." Like, <laughs> like the whole thing. Like I, like I don't know. You guys just were very impressive when I opened up Gen Z, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was sick. It's awesome. That's what we were going for. So I'm glad it worked out. Worked out. <laughs> um, and you mentioned a little bit live shows. Um, what has it been like playing shows? I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, and are there plans for more shows? I know you have a show next weekend. Yeah, next weekend in Rhode Island. We Hell did. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I forgot. Oh. <laughs> hey, surprise! Well, you have a show next weekend. <laughs> I'm not on that one. I, I'm okay. feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to see Grayscale with his mom. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, speak it all comes back to grayscale. Right. It all does. <laughs> I couldn't I I couldn't I couldn't get out of it. And I don't want to because I love grayscale. He's like, Mom, don't kill me, look at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, them no. <laughs> <laughs> we have many more shows coming up though, so I'm fine with having Brandon fill in for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we have uh, two shows next weekend. We're playing in Jersey on the 3rd and then in Providence on the 4th uh, for December. Um, but yeah, we played, um, like, we did like a four day run over the summer. Last summer, I mean, uh, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, but so we played um, in Massachusetts, that place like Cape Cod we were talking about on the beach. That was like how we made the, that initial connection. And um, the next day we played at my house, like, we threw a house show. And um, and then we played uh, in Jersey City the next day, and then New York City the next day. And like every single show, like Anthony was saying earlier, was like just like because also I think being in lockdown, our expectations are so low of like a crowd that like just any crowd feels so like holy shit. But like honestly, it was crazy. Just like each show, just even before COVID, like we just had never had those kind of reactions before, and just having crowds like I don't know, like every single night it just was successful like smooth like there was just people to play for people like to support us like every night it just felt like we were a band and we weren't like you know down on ourselves over like a shitty show that we played in front of nobody like one thing i thought was sick was the fact that there were like it wasn't even just crowds where it was like crowds of people that actually like knew us and were fans and were like exclaiming that that was really cool to me and people bought merch every day like oh yeah that was the cool thing like it was like the first two shows we like was like you know a house show and like the show on the beach like we weren't getting paid but we like just sold all this merch that like it was just so helpful for us and then like the next few nights like that was the other thing like you know I mean I don't know how many people really like bands like I know it's probably weird to like just talk about getting paid and stuff but like just in general like just like we're not used to getting like even just like compensated the way that we have been since COVID like it just seems like people are just a lot more like like supportive of local music in general like you know I mean I don't it feels know. weird to go have a good time and then get paid for it yeah you know it's <laughs> crazy um, yeah I feel like um I feel like after, like, COVID almost, like, basically, like, 
I feel like it's probably the same with like movies too. Like I feel like for some people, like after almost like losing that industry, essentially, like they're gonna like appreciate it a lot more. But like these guys were saying, like the fact that like every night of that tour, it was like a good show. Like it was like awesome. Like all all stoked about it at the end. Like usually w- with those like little weekend runs, you expect at least like one show to maybe kind of be a dud. It just kind of like happens, and you know it's all good but that one it was like there was no duds everything was was firing on all cylinders it was great it made us feel like oh like we were like way better than we were like it was it, it was like kind of intimidating but also i was gonna say the future shows we have um we, i can't really like because like nothing's like announced yet or whatever yeah. but like, we're playing we're hopefully doing like our first like tour in january so like it'll be like instead of like four days it'll be like a week hell yeah you know like seven shows hopefully um but we're gonna go to places that we've like never been before like even like as people so i've never driven farther than this so it's gonna be very interesting for me i didn't know that nope yeah yeah when we played in new york that was your first time in new york too yeah really yep yeah it was so cute he was like, it was a great time. Boy, I didn't go anywhere, but I felt I felt nice about it. I felt good about it. <laughs> we were like, let's bring the boy around, make sure he sees everything. You know. Yeah. <laughs> then we just stayed in Queens. We went to a great restaurant across from the venue. That was awesome. Those tacos were very good, and it was good because it was the first time that I was able to eat with the band all weekend. Oh yeah. No, so Anthony's gluten free. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So we had to go out of the way to get some. Some. We would go to different restaurants. Like I would order a pizza and then bring it into like whatever restaurant they went into. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember we got. We got. Um, we went to. Yeah, they got the breakfast one morning, and I like. I just went to a bakery beforehand that was like gluten free and just got a bunch of random pastries and just brought it in and I was like, excuse me, is it okay if I just like, because I didn't want, I don't want to offend them by like bringing my own food in. But I was like, I physically have to. I think she was like, she was like, I don't see that or something like that. Yeah, yeah she said something like, I don't see it. It's fine. Real. She also. She, he explained it, that he was gluten free, and then she proceeded to bring a plate full of toast over and it, put it it's fine. in front of me. <laughs> like it felt like a joke. Please eat the toast. It's definitely yeah. gluten free. <laughs> and the first place we went to go eat to, like when we were still in our town, like before we even really left, oh, we like yeah. sat at the table and we we're like, "Excuse me, do you have gluten free options?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I really that out of all the places we went to that was the one I expected to the most because they're a pizza place and most pizza places are the places that have like gluten free like any local pizza place you go to they have a gluten free crust now I I wish I had the balls to tell clients no like that at my job just no 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 thank you not even like a no sorry we can't like just no and it was so fast there was no thought it's just hey do you have any gluten no None. She said straight up, no games. No. <laughs> no. So, 2022, you mentioned possible tour. What else are we getting in 2022? What does it look like for sporting? So, hopefully finishing up this goddamn album. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we have, like, five, like, or five, like, completely finished songs, like, all together. And then we have, like, four songs that we recorded instrumentally in the studio that I just kind of have to, like, lay down vocals for and get mixed and, like, add some synths and stuff. Um, some guitar leads and, all, like, just, like, like um, small details. But, like, we have, like, nine songs that are, like, you know, recorded. Um, so hopefully we get a couple more songs recorded and um, the goal is to have, like, a, like, a full album, our first full record out, uh, Hopefully by like springtime, I'd like sooner, but it kind of just depends, you know. I think spring or summer will be ideal. I think our album's gonna have some summer vibes. Hell yeah! Oh, definitely. Let's go. I also think it's worth noting all of those songs do not have titles. <laughs> yeah, yet. none of them. They're all randomly you titled. Not, this they are along. too vulgar for this uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean, drop some. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> so we got a song called Penis Party. Uh, I like that one. That's a good one. With the money sign. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Naturally. Naturally. (laughs) Uh, What's the other one? Piano Boy is pretty sick. You gotta you gotta leak what the songs that are already out used to be yeah, called. Those are the ones that were kinda like so ordinary, ordinary love used to be called fart sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
When I tried out for the band, I got an email with an MP3 file, all caps, fart sauce. <laughs> for trying for this. <laughs> yeah, along with dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's another great one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my favorite yeah, one. You need to name one. The next one, I request the name Eden Ass. Just do it. You gotta do it. Spell it Eden. Like, Eden like Ass. Oh, okay. Adam and Eden. Eden. In the old Eden. band, we had a um, a working That's title funny. called Eating Ass Like Cupcakes. So <laughs> it was. It, maybe next time we'll do Eden Ass yeah, Like Cupcakes. Do, well, if you do Eden, it's like less obvious. You know, it's like low key yeah. enough. True. <laughs> You can say, oh, Eden Ass, a completely normal name. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I work with someone named Eden Ass, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is easily my favorite interview I've ever done, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. I've I've laughed more in the last 45 minutes (laughs) than I have all week. Jesus. Um... Do you guys want to play a game called Quick Pick, where I make you quick pick a song? With the first scenario that comes to your head, just let me know what song it is. I've already picked mine, so I've got a head start. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'm indecisive, right, right. so that's why. Uh, you're walking home in the rain, and you get splashed by a car driving by. I picked Kalima by Neck Deep. I would be very angry. Okay. Uh, very sad. The first thing that comes into my head is uh, you can either do the original song or the song that it's a sample in, which everyone knows is uh, the, the chorus of Stan by um, by Eminem. You know, the, my tears gone cold, I'm wondering why. That's what would pop in my head immediately if I get splashed by a puddle in the rain. It's a good one. Um, weird choice for me because I don't really listen. To, I'm not the... I have a friend that's super into Bright Eyes, and that was the first thing that came up, because I thought I'd be really sad, and I was like, what's the saddest <laughs> band I could think of? So I'd probably go with a perfect sonnet by Bright Eyes. That's a good one, too. I'd probably go with, uh, You Had a Bad Day. <laughs> As you should. As you should. What's that guy's name? It's like Howie day. something. I Honestly, that's why I was going to oh, I think it's Howie Day. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh, my name is You Howie Had a Bad Howie Day. day. <laughs> Man. It's just sad out here. Um, the second one is you're stuck in an elevator, and the person you end up being stuck in the elevator with has the worst ringtone, and it keeps ringing, and it keeps ringing. What song is it? Um, I'm going with Dynamite by Tayo Cruz. So it's uh, the guy's ringtone is the song we're picking? Yeah. Um, oh, God. It's the worst one for you. Jeez, do you have an hour? I can name all the songs I would not want to hear. Uh, I think if I had to pick one, it'd be uh, Tonight, Tonight by Hot Shell Ray. Uh, I don't know if you remember that song. If you don't remember that song, I envy you. I honestly do, because I would give like $500 to delete that song from my memory and existence in general. That was such a good song. I hate that song. I I love that song. I'm back. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just defend. No, it's fucking terrible. Don't get me wrong, but I like it. Uh, And the ringtone would be the part where he talks about getting a strange tattoo that looks like you mixed with Zeph Galifianakis. It would definitely be that part. And that part has been on TikTok recently, which makes it even worse. (laughs) Oh, God. Luckily, that hasn't popped up in my TikTok algorithm yet. soon it's coming now yeah, that you said i heard it. It was yeah. yeah i can feel I it coming I, on my I phone's creeping probably, up behind me right now <laughs> i think i'd probably go with thrift shop by knuckle oh, yeah. <laughs> i think that would have to be it Solid. <laughs> I honestly as a as a ringtone that sounds especially obnoxious i'm not gonna lie like i don't even mind that I feel song like it'd be really funny the first couple of times but like after it keeps going I would just be like, first of all, this is annoying, but also, why do you have this as your ringtone in this? Like, we get it, you pop tags. (laughs) What? (laughs) I think, um, I think I would lose my mind if I heard someone's ringtone to the song uh, Ordinary Love by Sporting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I knew it was coming. I would strangle them. Like the first time you hear it, you're like, okay, not, not that's really cool, really cool, and then you hear it three thousand fucking times. <laughs> oh yeah, I see your that's fan, how huh? it. it was like the oldest fucking thing in the world to me. Like it, it doesn't well, feel, feel new at all. Especially after the fact that we sat on it for almost like what a year, and also had to film a music video with it. Like it gets. I recorded old. that song in February 2019. Jesus Christ. That's more than a year. Yeah. Jesus. I've had it for a year. Man, I'd hate it too, damn. 
Um, and then the last one is you're on the way home from a really, really bad date, and the person you went on a date with is in the car. You have to pick the song to cut the silence. Um, I'm going with uh, a Bleacher song called How Dare You Want More, because there's just this sick saxophone part that would just, like, distract me from everything. Oh, my God. So they're still in yep, the car? driving them home. Oh, oh boy. Oh, this is hard. And it's awkward silence? Yep, you gotta cut it. What are you what are you turning on? I feel like you gotta go with something really upbeat to just like counteract everything and be really confusing. Almost. I don't have like a song, but I, I would just probably play like Kenny G's favorite like best hits. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh I think I I feel like I'd be tempted to throw on like a hundred Gex song and just annoy the crap out of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, You're like really just put on Money Machine, here. but like just play that over and over again until the ride home. <laughs> I feel like I'd throw on like Knock Loose or something to make them think I'm like <laughs> fair. Fair. Just like Knock Loose, just like on the steering wheel, just like. <laughs> <laughs> that date was Take great. <laughs> I'm so happy. No, fun. <laughs> I saw Knocked Loose once, and that was enough for me. <laughs> my buddy broke his nose on one of their shows. Was like, his good. nose literally got knocked loose. First song. <laughs> I think I, I think I saw that. Did he tweet about that or something? Um, I probably oh. did. I, it's a funny memory for me. His nose is fine now, but man, it looked bad. He looks like a one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings. I remember Man's that happening. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna watch this interview and be like, I'm gonna kill this kid. <laughs> you didn't name him, nobody will ever know. <laughs> True. He, he will know, though, if he sees this. Name drop, name drop. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Oh gosh. Um, so I have one final question for you guys. Um, musicians have the ability and the platform to leave marks on the world in various ways, either larger or smaller. Um, what is the mark that you guys would like to make? Hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. Like, define Mark. That's a big question. Exactly, that's why it's the last one. We're a little pop band. I mean, just, like, in general, I think that, like, anybody who has a platform can use it, whether you have, like, three people listening to you or 3,000 or 300,000. And it could be, it can look like different things. Like, if you just want to make people fucking turn on their song and make you feel good, that's one thing. If you want to solve world hunger with uh, ordinary love, that's another. Yeah. Not, so, probably just, you know, end all world hunger and... Yeah. (laughs) That was always my goal. This kid's taking the easy way out. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to stop it out again. (laughs) I was about to be like, damn, dude, I just want the money. Uh, I'd like to uh, let the kids starve. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that, like, with the right platform and the right sort of like you know financial backing, I could make a difference in things that I want to make a difference in. But obviously, you know, you need to get to that point first. I don't know. I, I, I don't have like, I don't know, grand expectations. I mean, I would love for this, you know, for this project to blow up, but. Obviously, it's a lot of work and, you know, there's luck involved. So you got to have reasonable expectations. I've always said I don't need to be like, you know, world famous. If I could get to the point where I'm able to make like quit my day job and make a living off of music, that would literally be like, oh, I really need in life. Like, I don't have to live like super lavishly. Just like if I'm able to live off of music, that would be like basically all I need. Anything else is a plus, obviously, but that's where uh where my first like real goal would be i think i'd uh i'd like to make an impact on the chip industry i mean i don't think this in every <laughs> bag there's just so there's much actually a shortage <laughs> yeah ship oh, ship. oh there's a shortage uh, oh god god damn it <laughs> oh, i triggered him no you're doing I, terribly <laughs> I, I, yeah tony come on man yeah. tony tiger <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just not enough chips in the bags anymore, and there's so much air. <laughs> baked ones. I want more baked chips. I don't actually want to end world hunger though. Like I don't want to like use that. As- you don't want to? That's a bad look. <laughs> well, not like I don't, but I just that wasn't my intention. Um, I don't know. Definitely like kind of what Ben said is just kind of you know the main goal throughout this is also just to play music that we can play every day. So like <clears throat> I want to be able to sing songs that aren't 
like killing my voice that I'd be able to sing every day for like months at a time and I feel like that was impossible before but then like like things long term like that I'd want or a platform to benefit people is like I just want people to kind of like listen to our music and I guess be like impressed but like also I just want them to be like I don't know like comforted in a way like I I want like friend like it's just like friendly music that's easy to listen to that like makes you in a happier place you know it's like I don't really like to listen to sad music anymore so like I don't want people to feel that way when like I just don't like the way I I feel when I listen to like depressing music I guess I don't know I'm like rambling but you know what I mean yeah nobody knows what I mean <laughs> I get you. I, get I was picking up what you were putting down. Come on now. Hell yeah. I also uh, really like. I mean, uh, I've always wanted for music I make to be used in like skate montages, like people who make skate oh, videos. Yeah, that's, a big one. that's that's just some random thing I thought of. That's a mark I would like to leave. If anyone uses a sporting song in a skate video just once, I think we've succeeded. Yeah, honestly. Dude, I'll, I'll actually, start sending it out. Don't worry, we'll get it there. <laughs> Send them to all your all skater, skater friends. <laughs> I think like that's the other thing I've always wanted to see someone like just post like a cover of like our music. Like that would just be so cool to watch. You know. Oh God, my ego would be too big after that. I think. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm too cocky already. I can't have people covering my music. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like that would be like a cool ass feeling seeing people like actually like be. Nah, like, I agree. I want to take the time to learn this because I think it's like a good song to learn. You know, I think the shit. So, like I like the I like the structure. I like the. <laughs> I like the. <laughs> I like the chord progressions in this bridge. <laughs> Very good. Why don't I learn it and do a uh, cover? <laughs> Wow, this has been a blast. Thank you, Sporting, for hanging out today. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, given the judgmental face. <laughs> He's mad. Me? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, we just we just stole your bit. What bit? <laughs> the, the, you were just, the we just interrupted Allie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm That's so it. Sorry. I'm out of here. No, I'm kidding. Um, do you guys want to plug anything before I stop the record? Yeah. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the band sporting. Or no, I'm sorry, sporting band. Our email is the band sporting at gmail.com. I always mix that up. Don't email us. Please email us. Please, I'm begging you. You got sh- shows up. coming up. You want to plug? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Watch out for touring out there. Jake, I got this. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're playing in Jersey City at uh, 902 Brewery, right? That's the name of the brewery, 902 Brewing Co. Uh, in Jersey City um, on Friday, December 3rd. On December 4th, we're playing at Alchemy in Providence for another one down's uh, album release show, which is going to be fire. Um, He's so good. We, uh, Jake already gave the socials. We've got music on Spotify iTunes, probably a bunch of other stuff uh, under the name Sporting. We're on Facebook as Sporting, Instagram, Sporting Band, Twitter, Sporting Band, and I think I hit everything. Don't email us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>